TikTok. So those of you on TikTok, we're live on YouTube. Going to hear the other side of the conversation. Come on over. The link is in my bio. The link to my Telegram is also in there. It's in there as well. I've got a I've got a, a little bit of a migraine behind my right eye this morning, and so I'm and I didn't have. I know. And they're like, you need to rub this special stone on it. And I'm like, what stone was it? I don't. She. I don't know. It was way up in the comments. It's like a Gaia stone or a yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you, yeah, they do this whole thing. Right. Well, if you were sitting next to me, I could give you one. I well, I one. only have I, I only have coffee. my rock. And so you like just kind of, and then like right here, right? Acupressure point here. I've heard that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But I do that when I get anxious. Like that's my, like if you always, uh, like that's my tell. That's not, for headaches. Technically it's for headaches. So like you have to press really, Is really it? hard. It, it hurts like a, hurts like I a just, mother. But it it does does work if you get the exact right spot. But um, the other one is you you just kind of like this. Yeah, yeah. Word of this is not new here, and I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what triggered it. I might have an idea what triggered it, but I it seems to happen quite often when I get in these uh, uh, moods. But we really quick, we're gonna run through the roster. Angie Barnes, D Baxter. Good morning, Raquel. Good morning, Audie Bell. Thank you for coming over from TikTok. Purple Princess, good morning. Good morning, morning. Cool Miss Cupcake, morning. Little Wolf, Mike. Good morning, Kristen Kelly. Good morning. Uh, did I, Alex? I saw Alex in here. Or like yes, Raphael. Good morning. I saw Raphael in here last night. Susan. Good morning. Uh, there's Jen right there. Sonia, you made it. Good morning, Sonia. Sonia's still late. Morning. Bed. She still hates she's, me for doing she's these. Like, early. Why did you move these up? I know she is. I like. I I still kind of question that every morning. I'm like, God. Because we wanted to get you guys before you went to work so we could talk about stuff and things that were important, like energy of vampires. We're here. But before we go there, you guys, first, before we go there, everything that we have is listed below in the description on TikTok. Everything that we have is listed in the link in my bio. Please make sure you go grab both of our telegrams are in there. Grab them both. Um, We're on the run from so we're on the run from social media. So make sure you grab ours. Jen's is listed in the bio on my telegram as well. Make sure you grab hers. Hers is where I go to when I need to take a breath from all of the other shit that's going on because we do memes and all kinds of good stuff. Um, but Jen, I want to talk about first, before we get into energy vampires, I want to talk about your YouTube channel. We spent some serious time on that yesterday, probably a good two hours. We Jen did. and I did on her YouTube channel. Um, so for hot. those of you, so I know my, most of you guys in here, I've been through the shows in the morning before, but I, uh, I, Den has agreed to do Monday meditations and she's doing them obviously for her people, uh, but she's doing them for our people too. I talk a lot about Jen and, and your meditation and my hypnotherapy sessions and how that. I seem, I seem to get a lot more out of them just because of your personality and based on my personality, I don't listen to a lot of people, um, but I do listen to you. And so she is going to be Mondays at 6 PM central standard time, Monday meditations with Jen snow. I'm going to be there. Make sure you're there as well. Her 
uh, YouTube is listed in the channels that we love. So go and subscribe to her channel. Let's, you know, let's get everybody over there. It's like, what? It's like 20 minutes. It takes no time, they, but it helps you. Meditations are to get you guys into a daily practice. So they're going to help you get where you need to go and something you can take with you that is easy. So we're going to make this uncomplicated. And they're Uncom gonna, we're going to, but you need like, and we need it. And we spend a lot of time and you know this, like, cause I come to Jen a lot for a lot of stuff and we I spend need a it. lot of time. Oh, you need it too. Yeah. Because you are you. When I run these meditations, I get just as much out of them because I go into channel mode. And when I'm in channel mode, that's my meditative mode. I just speak out loud. So I'm taking what they're telling me and I'm talking, you know, speaking it out loud for you guys. That's probably, yeah, it's equal. that's probably my favorite thing about your meditation is it's, it's the voice authentic. change. Well, it's the voice change, but it's, it's, uh, it's authentic. <laughs> so it's not like it's, it's taken from a book or it's taken, you know, it's not like you're reading a script. It's authentic. And I feel like you can read the energy of whatever room that we're in. And then it applies to what everybody else is going through. And I know that's how our meditations go. Yeah. So, and it is really amazing. So make sure you go and subscribe. I will see you guys there Monday. We're going to plug it as often as we can. Cause again, this is important specifically for my people this is important. It is important to do this. It's important to get in the practice because we need to stay clear. And if we're not clear, then we get wrapped into a lot of the bullshit that's yeah. going on. And that's, that's what we're going to talk about today a little bit too. The vortex yes. of the moment, right? Where you're mm -hmm. stuck on everybody else's moment, not your own. Ah, uh, thanks Steve Baxter. Um, and that's what, and that's kind of segues into our topic of conversation today. So today I want to talk about energy vampires and I want to talk about how maybe sometimes when you are feeling certain emotions strongly and you really don't know why I have a lot of people that come in and say, you know, I'm so angry today. I don't even know why I'm just mad at the world. Probably not yours, probably, probably not your anger, probably not your problem. You're probably absorbing it from someone or something else. Um, yeah. Talk to people about that. What is that? Oh, energy. Okay. So when you're like, sometimes when you get into a space and this, you know, this happens, I experienced this too. So I am not void of these situations, even though I am, um, you know, I've done my Reiki master. I've done my shamanic healing. I've done a lot of different modalities to kind of understand all the pieces. Uh -huh. And I will continue to do more because I like to learn and I'm nosy. Um, simply put that Well, you, you always have to be in the space of learning with this because everything. Well, I, I'm a nosy person. I want to know everything. <laughs> I think I, Hey, anybody who works with you, you know, I'm nosy. Like it's, I have a straight up, you have the right to tell me no, but I'm going to ask anyhow. Um, <laughs> but when we get into these spaces where something comes over us and there's no particular event that might be, oh, good. You're meditating every day. This is yeah. good. We're getting um, there, Jen. You're dragging us, kicking and screaming, but we're getting there. Hey, I can that's what I'll do, guys. Um, <laughs> that was my muscle. I would think there's a reason why I'm wearing a sweater. I don't have a lot of muscles right now because I'm that's okay. building them back up. I let them go for a little walk. They're coming home, though. Um, so when you get into this space where something comes over you, like um, for me, it was the c collective sadness. Like I felt so sad and so like I was bawling for an entire day and it wasn't place kind of got myself to a place where I could ask the question, is this mine? And I got a very abrupt answer. 
no, and then a slight yes. And what that slight yes was that I had sadness energy in me and that energy glommed onto that energy and then made it bigger. And this can happen not only through the collective, but it can happen through individuals. It can happen through your family members, your coworkers. It can happen from people at the grocery store. It can happen to people who you're close to, your partner, your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, and everything in between. Um, and what happens is, is that when we get into a space, especially when we connect with somebody, there's energy exchange, no matter how you want to put it, there's always an energy exchange. But what can happen is that energy exchange can be them unknowingly or knowingly, because there's two sides to every story. There's actually three, but you know, the unknowing part where they start to like, you start to give your energy because you want to help them, but you start to give too much of your positivity, you too much of your positive part go to that person. And then you have to feel that void. There's a void there. Mm -hmm. When you give away your energy, there's a void. And that's where we can attract or people can throw what they don't want at you. And then here you go. Now we've got energy vampire. We've got an energy exchange that is imbalanced and creating a connection. How can you you recognize that from Let's say, let, let's, in, in, for an example, let's say like you're, you're kind of new to this, mm-hmm. this person, this situation, whatever. How, do you, how is it, how is some way that you can recognize that and then protect yourself initially from the beginning? Cause I think a lot of people don't realize what's happening until it's far too late. And we're going to talk about that too, but mm-hmm. I, how can you recognize it? What are some signs that maybe this isn't, you know what I'm saying? Okay. The first one is you don't feel whole unless you're around that person. What? When you Whoa, what what I've never read like I looked into this yesterday because I was trying to study up on a lot of this but what do you mean you don't feel whole unless you're with that person so a lot of us you know we have people who bring us up we have people who you know support us encourage us you know the people who are there but we're standing right. on our own that's like a balance right you, you know right. but if you get into a space where you you know, you don't feel good unless you're around this person. It's because that person, most likely you've given them some of your energy and you're, you, unless you're close to that energy, you don't feel complete. So that it's an, oh in my a, God. yeah. So that's one sign. Um, it happens a lot more than you think. Um, the other thing is if you're constantly this person, like a pop, somebody popping into your mind and then you get like, you know, that is also, there's a connection there. There's an energy exchange, whether it's positive or negative, exhaustion, being tired, um, getting, going into emotional ups and downs. Like this, the okay. roller coasters, right? The roller coaster. That is another way of like, you know, you not being centered, you not being grounded and you, all your energy not being here that's why it's so important like we've talked about like bringing your energy back from all directions of time and space from all situations all peoples all events all time past present and future because we leave pieces of ourselves of our 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 energy out there and if we don't constantly bring it home then what's going to happen is somebody's going to give you their sludge not not always intentionally either it's just when you're close to people and you want to help them most of us sacrifice ourselves so the other if you are and I, and, oh, I get this all the time. Um, I had to learn the hard way that I couldn't give my personal energy to save somebody else. When you get in that savior complex, you've got an energy misexchange happening there. 
So that's another way to kind of feel. Yeah, you're you're pouring. There's a difference in in pouring yourself into somebody who is giving yourself away, and then giving yourself away. And that, like, and we talked about this extensively. And this was this has been content too for me because this was one of my triggers and my traumas that I've had to work through. I would pour myself into people trying to prove to them that I was good enough. Mm-hmm. And then when I when and they wouldn't ask for this. This is why I say this is not intentional. They no. wouldn't ask for any of this. They they would just, you know, they would take it and say thank you. And, and that's how, you know, it should be. You should be giving without expecting. But then I, I never was expecting anything. But when I wouldn't get that same energy in return, it left me feeling, oh, man, like worthless, like straight worthless. And mm-hmm. I ended up writing it all down and we ended up doing a burning with it. And it's something I've, I'm still continuing to practice and and trying to pick my people more selectively of who I'm going to pour into. Because I already, let's say I already get something back from this. Like I already get something. Um, they already make me feel whole or not whole, but they already make me feel like well, I'm full. They already feel my cup. They're just, they're on the other side of the cup going, yeah, you got like being supportive and then giving yourself away are very, very different. Like I can help right. somebody work on themselves, but I've learned that I can't give my energy, place it in you. And then, you know, take the sludge and we're going to be okay. It just doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. Like, the other thing is, and this is a sign and, the, you know, it's a bit, uh, you know, some people will say this is stretch, but a lot of people after long-term energy misplacement, um, they can actually feel that come out physically. There can so be what do you mean? effects. Like, you Pretend know, like I'm five. What do you mean? So... When I started to heal myself, when I started to work with my doctors and do the inner mind work, a part of that was doing energy work on myself to bring my energy back that I had given away to people I loved, actually. It wasn't people I disliked. Um, and I had to bring that energy back and re- reconnect it to myself because it created voids within me that where I was carrying other people's pains and hurts and negative emotions and traumas, but that was creating like this turmoil of disconnection in my own physical self. So that then puts my body out of rhythm. When my acupoints, my meridians, my chakras, my energy field is out of, out of balance and out of whack, that will translate to mentally, physically, and emotional stuff coming forward because it, 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 it like it festers. It's like this disconnection we're not you're not you in yourself so there can be signs like part of my kidneys part of my eyes had a lot to do with energy healing as much as the mind and as much as the, you know being a diabetic all played you know things with that there was yep. a piece where I it, when I brought my energy home and started to really focus on taking my energy back and removing people that I was piggybacking right. to keep them going now let's let, now I want to, I want to kind of touch back base on this. Now, this isn't personal. Like this isn't, if it's somebody, if we're talking about, if you're talking about somebody in your family, you can love them with everything you have. And this yeah. isn't personal. They might not know they're doing it. They might not know that you make them you feel that way. Even if, even if you tell them, geez, you make me feel a certain way. Like they might not mean to do it. It's just a matter of that's where they are in their journey. And you're going to have to excuse yourself. And you could talk about how fucking hard that is, how hard it is to, you pull it out to do and what's go. best. Everybody talks about the courageousness and the bravery of doing what's best for you and standing in your truth and owning yourself. But nobody talks about the dark. Nobody talks about how hard it is, how hard it is to, to have to leave yes. or cut off people that you never thought you'd have to lose. And it's, it's, this is what I'm saying. Like if these journeys were easy, oh. you guys, everybody would do it. It's not all star seeds and sparkles. 
Like this is dark shit. Think, this is like, dark. You gotta work. go through the sludge, and you have to decide. Like here's the thing: is you have to decide that you don't give them permission when an energy vampire cannot take your energy unless you've given them some sort of permission, whether physically, mentally, emotionally, or psychically, uh-huh. given them permission. It it's all about permission. There's somewhere there's a crack in your foundation that aligned with what they didn't want. And then it just got bigger and bigger because it attached, like you, you brought it in, right? Um, right? A lot of, especially as you get into this space of meditating and bonding with your energy, becoming aware of your energy, it's a lifetime or lifetimes ah, of stuff that might need to be cleared and given back and sent back so that you can bring back the positive parts of you. So those positive parts of you become a part of your merge of self versus merging somebody else into you and here it is we've all felt down we've all been in the dumps and we've all like even I had to give back energy that people gave to me that was positive because they wanted to help me when I first you know lost my sight and I was in this space and you know people wanted to save me and at that time I had nothing so I cocooned and I ended up bringing some of their energy in unaware but when I got myself sorted, you know, got myself out of my like little pity party that I had for about a month, I could give it back. And that's this when is, I should myself. And so, and I think that's important to talk about too. Like everybody at some point has been an energy. I see a lot of comments in here about the energy vampires, how they suck and did it. And they do, especially like if you, if there are people vampire, who do it, like it is, there are people that do it and they do it on purpose. They, and they know that they're doing it. Oh. That's going to go into the narcissistic personalities yeah. thing. But there has been points in everybody's life where we all have been energy vampires. Like, and I, I have been as well. I have, yeah. I have taken, you know, I have reached out to people just for the sole purpose of trying to make myself feel better before I learned how to do it on my own. And once I learned to do it on my own, I don't need to do that. Like, and that's why I'm big on, I don't vent. I'm not a big venter. I'm not going to come to you and just word vomit all my problems um, without you know, unless I, ha- I have a feeling like you, you have the ability to give me some kind of advice to help me work through them. This so I go to Jen a lot for this. Two can create an energy vortex that connects you to that person too. Like if they have a similar thing, you guys are now creating a vibration in that vibration. You're creating a connection, a cord between you that has that vibration in it too. So that's it's the like other- a trauma bond. Yeah. That's, and why, that's why people like to like to, to, what do they call it? At the People water in the same cooler. emotional state will actually attract it. You know, what you put out is what you attract. That's why that statement is true because your energy frequency will attract a similar energy frequency. So if you find that when you're around oh, and when you're around somebody, the other side where there's an imbalance, if you're around somebody and you're always like this after, mm-hmm. you have an imbalance. There is a, yeah. the, an, an energy sucking happening there. An energy, and again, consciously, unconsciously, some, you know, and there are, con- there are people who do it consciously because the other side who doesn't, who's fractured, that's misplaced is how I always refer to it. They need to feed, they need to, they need to recharge. They can't just live on negative energy. The body and the mind don't live on negative. It doesn't exist. So they have to find people who are more in that light body. But here it is, guys, you, you're in, you have the control to say no, whether you know it or not. When you're around somebody, you know, I even set boundaries when I'm around the people I love the most being like, my energy is my energy, yours is yours, whatever you throw at me bounces off me and sticks back onto you. I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever. And I, you, you know, I love that as a kid. That is, that is energy work 101. Okay. Right. We all laugh as kids because we used to like say that to everybody. 
But it's true. If you think about it, you're the rubber, they're the glue. When they throw something at you, it bounces off of you and goes back to them because it belongs to them. And I actually say that all the time when I when I'm when I'm going into like superstore and places like that. Yeah. Right. Well, and and I think that um you got to write, this is part of like people's journeys too. We, and then we talk a lot about having to honor people where they are in their journey. And sometimes when we meet people and, and we care for them and we want to, to keep them, we want them to be in our lives. We want to keep them. We will come down from where we are in our journey, come down to meet them in theirs to try and elevate them up. And a lot of times this just, so then you're, you're just kind of stuck down here and it's, and eventually you have to get to a point where you, you walk away. Like you, you can't, you know, it's not good for you and you, you will realize it. You'll realize it probably pretty early and mm-hmm. then it's not good for you and you'll keep doing it. Cause you're an idiot. And when not it, an idiot. you're just trying, right. like, it's not being an idiot. It's trying to help somebody find the, what you see in them. Mm-hmm. And I used to get caught in this all the time. I have someone really close to me who used to have a lot of anger and I would be angry with that person. Yeah. And I- and I wasn't, I'm not an angry person. Like I have moments, don't you get me wrong. I'll make a house shake if you push me too far. But for most of the time, my emotions are, you know, I, you know, I, I have them, but they don't control me. But I was really beginning to notice that every time being with this person and I was with this person quite a bit, I'd feel angry, angry, angry. And I didn't know why I was like, why, why am I looking at the world differently? This is not how I want to look at the world. And what was happening was, is that anger was attached to me because I was trying to bring that person up and I was in a constant connection with this anger, trying to help that person manage the anger. And I had to tell the person, you need to deal with this or I can't be in your life anymore. Like, and it wasn't because I didn't want to be in this person's life. It was just like, I couldn't be around the anger anymore because it was beginning to bleed into me. And this is, well, and this is, this is kind of, it goes with anger is, is just one thing, but like insecurities and this is dangerous when you meet somebody when you meet somebody or you're in a situation or you work with somebody who has wildly deep insecurities and you want to, and obviously like I'm the type of person, like I'm going to build you up. I'm going to build you up. I'm going to, I'm going to reassure you, especially if I care about you, I'm going to reassure you as often as I feel like you need it in order to make you feel not insecure and to get you to come up to that level. But what happens eventually is if they aren't doing the work, like if they won't do the work to, 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 no, I don't want to say fix, fix is a bad word, but to, to heal those insecurities and start leveling up on their own. Yeah. They're going to, those insecurities are going to project onto you. And then what happens is you start questioning your own worth. And I think that's where, especially if you've been doing it, if you've been in a connection with this person for a long time and you just, and you've, you, you've changed. People say it all the time. Well, I changed, I changed when I married him or I changed when I became friends with them. And I, a lot of times you, are you carrying? You know, you don't, you know, that, you know, you're worth, you know, that, you know, you know, that you're worthy. You know, that you're, you, you deserve all of the good things in your life. But like what you feel is, is two completely different things. And that's not always yours. So you're absorbing their insecurities and making them your own. And, 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 and it's like, they're not your own. Cause they feel differently. Cause you start to question. They like, do feel different. Good morning, feel like Lexi. A high heel and a flat shoe. Good morning. And you're walking around the world because you're kind of like, what is this? But you feel that way. But what is this? You know, when you feel something. Right. Yours, it's a different encompassing moment. Right. But it's when you start to question what you're feeling, then you need to ask, where's this coming from? Is this mine? 
is this somebody else's? Is this attached to me? Is it something I care? Like you need to get nosy. This is why I'm nosy people. Right. Because I do this to myself every day. Like, and clearing and bonding with your energetic body allows you to get in there and be like, where is it? You know, like, where am I carrying this? And then start to unwind that. So here it is, though. If you begin to recognize that you have somebody else's energy in you and you're, you're, re, you're living in somebody else's frequency mm-hmm. and you give it, you want to give it back. You have, you can't leave yourself a void. If you leave yourself, no, you got to fill it back up. You're going to go find somebody else's sludge that they left behind because your energetic body's natural instinct is to be whole. Or you're going to find somebody to start being an energy vampire, you know, again. So you're going to become the energy vampire. This is where it was really, it was really, really important when, like when we started working together, Jen taught me how to fill it myself. So instead, like when I would get upset or when I would feel a certain way, instead of reaching out for, for outside validation from other people or reaching out to try and make, have other people make me feel better, have other people try to build me up or to sit in this whole like pity party of, of. God, I don't have anybody that can do what I do for other people instead of I, I'm like, well, I can do what I do for other people for myself. And so then I go into my meditations and I, I set the intention with the meditation. And it's like, and it's a lot of it is, um, what do they call them? The affirmations. A lot of it is affirmations. A lot of it is, is mantras. And it's just picking a couple words that I want people to, or it's picking a couple words that I, I feel like I need to fill that void with. And then just repeating them constantly over and over and over again. And it's almost like watching them fall into a fishbowl, you know, one or two words, like I am worthy. I'm worth it. I am, I am loved. I am beautiful. Whatever. I am beautiful was a big thing. Like I went for a long time where I was like, just God, am I like not enough? Like, am I not pretty enough? Am I not feminine? Remember we went through this with, with Jackie. Am I not feminine enough Mm -hmm. to be a part of this soul tribe that everybody talks about on TikTok? Like, Am I, is that, am I just not, is my not divine feminine enough? Like, what do I need to do? Am I not soft enough? And we went through this whole thing. And then eventually I stepped into my divine feminine and it's like, bitch, yes, you are like, look at you. You're purple. One, you're purple Two, You've got this. It's different. Like everybody's divine feminine is different. And mine just happens to be, uh, like but the larger thought guys, everybody's going to express themselves differently. Like, my divine, divine feminine. Uh, it's just I am not somebody who's going to wear dresses. I am not dresses that I love high heels, but I can't walk in them. But my divine feminine right. comes through in different ways, and that's okay because that's the whole point. Is we're all unique souls, and we got to find our unique balance and our unique mm-hmm. flow that allows us to be who we are, so that we can bring who we are to the collective because who you are is needed and wanted and loved in the collective fully and completely, completely and fully, which makes the collective whole. But if you don't have a bond with your energetic body, then there's way it's time to get into that space because that's the first layer of healing is learning your energetic body because your energetic body is the part of you that interacts with the situation before you even physically get there. Like you walk into a room with a bunch of people, good morning, and you have already scanned that room. And then that information's come back to you. And before you've even said hello, you already have an instinctual feeling of what is going on in that room. And whether you listen to it or don't listen to it, completely up to you. Whether you act on it, react on it, again, complete that will be based on your perception of yourself and the world around you and the way you've what you've experienced. But that energetic 
body, your energetic body is already doing the work that we think we do when we physically open our mouths, but it's, it's already happened. We already have a response to a situation or a room or an event before we even act on it. And when you get familiar with that, you get to a, you get to a place of observation. Right. Now let's, let's, let's backtrack on a little bit on this before we go uh, too much further. Uh, I had to send Tracy a message. She's looking for us. Tracy, give me a second. I will get you over here. I promise. Um, and by the way, uh, I know Moji sounds rude, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm just really blunt. No, you're no nosy is just a little wolf. I like um, how you said it. That's why I was laughing yeah. earlier. I'm like, I little know. wolf is the shit. I love her. I, I absolutely know. adore little wolf. Um, <laughs> so let's where the hell where this is what happens when I get off. Ah, I'm all messed up now, Tracy. I was Tracy, actually reading the comments. Come on. What were we? What 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 we were talking about? What were you just talking about? I was talking about how bonding with your energetic body bonding and becoming aware and become getting into that witness observe observation oh that's it so for a lot of people when you walk into a room and you can basically read the energy of the room and a lot of people have the misconception that that is a trauma response and it's not always a trauma response it's not because you had a traumatic childhood it's not because you had it it could have kicked it off but this is something everybody can do you can see it you can feel it and even if you didn't have any trauma in your life that required you to read the energy of a room and act accordingly, you still have the ability to do it. It just hasn't been activated yet. You need to activate it. And the way that you activate it is just walking through and then just taking five, 10 seconds to just kind of pause and look around and just mm-hmm. wait and see kind of how you feel. That's it. That's all there is to it. The more you practice it, the easier it's going to get. The easier it gets, the better it gets. And everybody can do it. This isn't a trauma response. This isn't something that needs to be fixed or healed. And I firmly believe that. I really hate it when people say, you know, you have childhood trauma because you're able to read a room and gauge yourself accordingly. That's it's, not childhood trauma. This is instinct. And it's instinct we're all born with. And we should be able to, to use as we need to. Being on this earth has that. Mm-hmm. So we're clear. We are no different than the animal kingdom in that sense, because that's, what happened that is the first that's how it works like there's you know animals they sense um they feel the world around them before they even react to it or utilize their physical senses to confirm that's what they do they use their physical mm-hmm. senses to confirm what they're feeling energetically here mm-hmm. now okay there's a, i'm going to explain the difference between a trauma response energetic pushing and a non-trauma response because there is a difference and Okay. Response to your energy field being outside of yourself and, you know, reading a room is that that energy bubble of yours is so far away from you that you are in a constant state of hypervigilance. So you're constantly reading situations. Oh, yeah. So it's like your your solar plexus is constantly firing off. Yes. You are correct. Yes. Right. And then you anxiety, depression, um, being over overthinking, like there's a bunch of like, you know, outcomes to that, your energy field being so hypervigilant because you are feeling unsafe. The really the whole core of that is feeling unsafe. Yeah. Yes. Um the other side, when it's not a trauma response, it's just a natural automatic response because you gotta read the room before you have an a physical, your physical senses come to play, right? And it tells you, hey, you need to look here, you need to hear here. It actually activates your physical senses to you know interact with the room. Um it happens to me all, I do it all the time. I and it becomes automatic, guys. I didn't yeah. realize it. My friends who um when I was, you know, in a party mode, much younger, um <laughs> Back in another life. In another life. life. 
of the Jen chapter stories. Um, I would walk into a room and they would actually walk, push me first. And I, cause I always thought it was cause I was shy and they're trying to help me not be shy. No, um, it, it was because I would automatically just gravitate to, you know, people who had core values with that aligned with mine. And I wouldn't necessarily gravitate to people who didn't have the same or similar core values. And they were like, Oh, follow Jen. I didn't know I could watch it 10 years later. I could, I've never been, I I don't really like, if I walk into a room full of people, I don't seek out. I like, I just walk in the room, like fucking move. Like I am here. Like it's the whole, like I have this energy that like when I walk into a room, you're going to know it. I don't have to say a fucking word and you're, you're already going to know it. And this is something that I've, I've learned to hone over time because it can be very intimidating, Mm -hmm. but I, I don't, I, it is. It's just an instinct. And and then immediately you can feel whether or not that the vibration of the room is good or whether it's bad. And it, but let's talk about how you actually have the power to manipulate that energy in the room and change it to better your favor. And I'm not saying manipulate is in a bad way, but I'm saying if you walk into a room where everybody is just kind of like, it's everybody's bitching, everybody's just grouchy. If you can imagine like maybe something didn't go right after a work meeting and everyone's just mad you have the opportunity to be able to walk into that room and change the vibration of it just by taking ten, five, 10 seconds and imagining the vibration of the room, just rising a little bit and rising your own vibration a little bit and being like, all right, but whatever they're bitching about, it's over now. Like, let's go, let's talk about that's something else. Let's, let's get it going. Let's part it. You know? Well, that's the thing. Like what you bring can change a situation. Just like mm-hmm. when you're, out somewhere and somebody else is in this different place, whether it's up or down, they're going to change your vibration. That's why being connected to your energetic body and asking that internal external question, is this, is this how I'm feeling? Is this mine? Will help you determine whether you go into that frequency that the person's supporting, or you're going to go, you're going to change the frequency for yourself because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people like people, especially in mass groups, this is why um, big groups can really create an energy vortex that can bring people in because the, when you get a mass amount of people focusing on one emotion, everybody's going to feel that emotion because it becomes like this collective grid, a blanket around it. It's like, um, I don't know the exact word for it, but there is a ceremony where you run across hot coals. Yeah. They did it on the office. Do you guys watch the office? Um, you look at that ceremony, but if you watch the crowd behind that ceremony, that crowd has created an energetic vortex of a certain emotion, a certain feeling, a certain frequency that that they're pouring into that one individual who's going to run and makes it so they don't even like, because that energy is so powerful, so strong, because there's everybody is collectively focusing on that one thing. Mm -hmm. That person, when they run across, nine times out of 10 doesn't even feel the hot pools they get across right and then the the cheer and all of that it's like where's sports sports without it's sports crowd. yeah they it's, it's all about the energy different. of the crowd this exactly. is why during like this, this last them. year of covid they so they were playing the games but remember nobody could go to these games the nfl it was a college too i think you couldn't yeah, they exactly. couldn't pack the stadiums because they needed six feet so what did they do they filled them with cardboard people and it yeah. sounds really stupid. It's like, why would they do that? That's dumb. We all know they can't be there, but it's all a mental game. It's all to give the players the illusion that the stadium is packed. That, the and they, they would play like, they would play um, crowds cheering over the, even though it wasn't the crowd, but yeah. it's, it's, and that makes it, that makes the players play better. It makes them play it gets, harder. It keeps yeah, them in their game. That, that, frequency that they have yeah. been trained in. Like 
there's like, you know, home, why do teams, well, I know why teams will win at home more than they win away games because the energy of the crowd is dictating their energetic field and whether, you know, if they're mentally tough enough and mentally experienced enough, they'll be able to, you know, unwind that because their core group will hold them together. But it's like, it's the same thing. You, you know, you're t- being booed and, you know, people are wishing ill on you and they don't want you to win. Um, or they're cheering and they're, you know, building you up and your confidence rises or it comes down like you're in this constant yo-yo. And that's why when this COVID happened, when there was no fans, that players, it was eerie. Mm-hmm. It would have been that's, why they, that's why they tried to replace it. Yeah. Um, so purple recess says I'm always asked by team leads at work. How come everyone comes to me for their grievances? I have no idea. Everybody probably knows that I speak my mind, no better the backlash, but that's the kind of energy that you're giving off, right? Everybody comes to me. Like, and I've, I've told people, like, I'm not a good person to vent to, because if you come to me to vent, our next <laughs> conversation is going to be about solutions. And if you are not willing to have that conversation, I'm not the person to come. Like I am not the one today is not the day. I am not interested in your problems unless we're going to put a plan together to get them fixed. And that stopped a lot of people from coming to me to vent. And the reason that I had to do that is because I am a, I am a fucking sponge. I absorb people. If you got a problem and you're just, I will take that on and be like, and then I will try to like think of ways because I'm a fixer, you know, I'm not just going to take it on and walk away. I'm a fixer. So I'm going to take it on and it becomes a sense of urgency for me to fix it. And it's not even mine. And then half the time it doesn't even go anywhere. And I think that's my biggest frustration with a lot of with the energy, the people of the, the the energy sucking thing, right? Is people will come to me and be like, well, this, this, and this, and I want to do this, 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 and I can't do this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, then let's sit down and we're going to go through this, this, and this book a little time with me. I'll get you all set up. We'll get ready to go. And then they don't. And it's like, well, okay, you just wasted 20 minutes of my life, me building you up when you're not going to do anything with it. Like, and after okay. that happens so many times, it's like, I, I don't have time for this anymore. Stone Bryson, I love your face. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Um, you know, here it is. And I had to learn this as, cause purple princess, it happens to me. I, I, I draw that. I get a lot of people telling me things are like, why did I just tell you this? Right. Um, and so I totally get that. And that energy is that it's a safe place. It's a safe place where there's, people will tell you things when they don't feel unsafe or they don't feel judged. Right. Cause nobody right. wants to feel judged. Um, and the one thing I, and it took me about 10 years to learn this is that you may like when I came to, I used to do card readings for people. I actually started like doing that many, many years ago. Um, and I, you know, it was quite easy because I could hear, feel like I was just, it was an easy process for outlet for me to help people. But mm-hmm. I used to take it really personally when people wouldn't listen to what they needed to do or wouldn't act on what they, what their guides were telling them for healing. Mm-hmm. What I finally realized is that my guides kept telling me that like, you're the messenger, but you can't expect them to do it when you feel that they should do it. It's about when they're ready. And, I literally had a lady call me 10 years later that I forgot that I had done a reading. I like, I did, like I forgot, but I still remembered the reading Which, like, you know, I, I didn't really, I was holding on to it, but I wasn't consciously aware of it. Right. And she said, I finally heard your message 10 years later. That's what her timeline was. Ah, yeah. Well, no, but I, it was a great lesson for me because I remembered them telling me it's not my, I don't get to determine when people heal. I just have to be the messenger. And at that point, my job. But is- sometimes, but I want to talk about this for a minute. Now I kind of in the same, I'm in the same boat. I don't heal people in necessarily in that way. I, I do other things, but it's the same principle. If there's, but there's an energy exchange there. And if you're not careful, like, and you, you were careful you can't, your guides told you it is what it is. And you did stop doing the card readings. 
if you're not careful, it, it, it can eat you up. Like, and it, and it will too. It'll keep you up at night. You'll be sitting down in your stand up shower, sobbing your eyes out because of all of this other stuff. Like and you, you spent all this energy into something that you thought was going to be something. And, and then, then it wasn't. Worked. And then you did it again. And then it wasn't. And then you did it again. And then it wasn't. And so then eventually you, you have to put that, you, you got to cut that. And then it's like, it's like death. Like it's like a part of you. And it wasn't a part of, well, and it is kind of a part of you because you've carried it for so long. It's like a part of you dies. And it's like, uh, it's just, it's, I can't, uh, uh, but you got, so you need to be really, really careful with, with, with your energy, doing, you with your energy and, and giving it out and recognizing things for what they are instead of what you see them to be. You might know, you might, because I see people, I, I can see, I can see people. I can read people. This is this. I did this in an old life. I could tell when somebody was going to be, you know, good for what I needed and somebody who was going to be not good, not I needed, but like our company needed. I can see people's potential long before they even can see their own potential. And I can see what they can do, even if they can't see what they can do. And I focus on that and I build them up and I'm like, okay, let's go. Like we need to do this. Let me do this for you. I can help you. I will get you there. Just give me your time. Give me your energy. I promise you it will work. I will assure you. I will take care of this. It's on it. And a lot of times what happens is that people aren't ready to go, but they, they just act like they are. They're not though. And that's, and it's disheartening. And then when you see, well, it's emotional. It's emotional. The emotional investment is where we carry our pain. When we become emotionally invested and we, and it's not reciprocated or at least acted on, that's where that energy sucking, that's where that imbalance begins to build. And that's why you, again, coming back to getting in touch with yourself is this mind. The sooner you start doing this, the less anchored in that becomes. And When you're in a vulnerable place and you're in a vulnerable place with anyone, you know, there's still, you know, be in that moment with, be vulnerable with that person. But you have to make sure when you step out of that vulnerable um, situation that you reach, that you've got to reset yourself. Like it's sessions are intimate. Okay, guys, we get into a place where our energies are going like this. Like I'm hearing your guys we're talking whether out loud or, you know, through my mind and you're answering and we're in this whole vulnerable place. But after I clear, I take out what our, you know, I unwind our energy so that yours is yours and mine is mine. Like I do that after every session because I don't want to, like, it's not that I don't want to be connected to you, but I don't want there to be a hook that makes us emotionally connected that creates an imbalance for either of us. Right. Like, and I personally, I take, the responsibility of doing that because I know what I'm doing where not everybody understands that they're not aware of what's happening. But when you're in a spiritual place or you're in an energetic place or emotional place with somebody, even being physically next to them, like being on an airplane, how many of you guys have walked off that airplane and thought, wow, that was the worst flight ever. But I don't know why, because it was so smooth. It's because you've collectively taken on the energy of everybody in that airplane. And now you're, you're just like, Oh, Oh. All right. So I think that's a good segue into this part then. So let's say we are, yeah. we're in this, right. And let's say we started this before we knew what this was. And now we're in, like we're sucked in and it's, and it is, it is, cause yeah. you know, you know, but you can't do anything about it. Like you can't do anything about it. Like you try and it just doesn't work. 
So talk to everybody about if they are in a situation, and like I said, this could be anybody. And I think I got a lot of coworker comments in here, specifically yeah. with work. What are some things that people can do now that now that you know what it is, now that you know what's happening, what are some things people can do to start to to distance themselves from that and to start healing their and filling that void and healing that that wound that it's caused? Okay. So um well you have to make your space at work your space. So whether you are into crystals, whether you can have a little piece of palisanto stick and you can just burn it quickly before nobody gets there or before you go into work, after you go into work. But even before you step through those doors, when you get in your car and you're driving to work, this is where you're setting yourself up. How many of you guys get in your car, going to work, you're drinking your coffee, your tea, your water, and you're already thinking about work. You're already, you're not here in your car. You're not being present. You're already thinking right. about it. Yeah, you're thinking about yesterday or the day before or what you got to get done. Well, this is where your centering comes and you got to, you know, think about your energetic bubble. I'm rubber, they're glue. Whatever they throw at me is going to bounce off me and stick back onto them. Like set your boundary up now, set your energetic boundary up now so that when you walk into work and you're there, you are already in a place of me is me, you is you. Um, that doesn't mean you're not going to have difficult conversations. It doesn't mean that people aren't going to try because everybody wants to be around the people that are uplifting because they're not whole in themselves. It's natural. We gravitate towards light. We move away from the negative. We move to the positive. So if you're the person they're moving to, you've got to like really set yourself up and get grounded, get in your space and feel your energy. Learn, you know, you can actually feel your aura. Where are you feeling drained? Where in your body do you feel that person? If it's in your gut or if it's in your chest, if it's in your mind, like where in your body are you feeling that person anchor into? And then you got to, you know, make words are powerful. Okay. Mm -hmm. words, words are very powerful. So I no longer give you permission to anchor into me. And you, I, and then you got to imagine, you know, whether, you know, it's writing it down burning it, whatever ceremony you decide to choose, or just sitting there going, imagining yourself taking that anchor and giving it back and create the void. And you can do this while looking at the person. Your eyes can be open, guys. It doesn't, this isn't a thing where you have to, right. hmm. it is a check-in. You need to start checking in with yourself first. And you got to, you have because to practice. Not be aware of it unless you check in. You can, you can set these boundaries all day long and you can, you can go through and you can do the meditation. You got the Metatron, you got the thing, you can set the boundary. Okay. And it's going to work. It's going to work almost instantly. You're going to feel different, but it's going to get tested and it's going to get tested a lot. And this is where it really comes into to practice. And you're going to start to recognize when it's being tested. Oh and yeah. That's, that's when it becomes, that's when it becomes a choice. So now you, and this is, you got to recognize it and you recognize it fast that you have a choice and it doesn't matter what choice you make. Okay. Cause if you decide to go the other way and keep things going, like they've always been going, you're going to keep coming right back around this. Okay. If you decide to go the other way and keep that boundary up and keep that wall up and cut that off, recognize that that's probably the best choice, but it's going to hurt like a motherfucker. It, it just is, especially if these were people you were connected to and you care about, it's going to suck. No one no. ever says doing what's best for you is easy. It's never, ever, ever is. And but if you may find that they become a little more aggressive. They may become a yep. little more irritable. And that's okay because that means you're doing what you're supposed to. Like that's me. That's you giving their, nobody wants their sledge back, guys. Nobody wants the heaviness, right? So another thing is you can just simply say to yourself, I cut all cords, connections, imprints, behaviors, actions, reactions, emotions with blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. 
immediately and permanently from this moment now and forward. That's a quick little ceremonial intent. It is a contract saying that you are now, and imagine just giving all that energy back to all of them or anyone. And then you got to call your energy home. Porn guy's here. Porn guy, good morning. Porn guy, you got to go. And then you got to bring back your positive part. So you got to imagine the piece of you that got kicked out, got fragmented, lost, disconnected, so that you could carry somebody else comes back home. And you got to give yourself permission to merge with it. Because once you're whole, there's no cracks in the seams. There's no cracks in your energy field. So there's no room for anybody. <laughs> yes, he was slow porn today. Come um, on, porn guy. You know, for anybody else to wiggle their way in. Because if you're whole, there's no room. It's not possible. The only time it happens is, is that when there's a crack there that opens up. And that can be a positive crack or a negative crack. It works, you know, it works either way. So now I wanna um, I wanna yeah. touch on being oh go ahead. Hmm? What? <laughs> what? What? I want to touch on being whole for a second. I think yeah. I have a lot of people that say and I've seen a lot of memes that how uh, my husband makes me whole or my boyfriend makes me whole or my girlfriend, she makes me feel whole. The reality of it is, is that you are already whole. If you got somebody special in your life that makes you feel even more whole, they're just adding to it. And you've yes. got to change the mindset. You were never empty to change begin that with. Wording. You just gave your power. Yep, change that wording. I am, I am whole and anything that you bring just gives me more. And if you don't, you're not, but you're not going to take it. Yep. We are not giving away pieces of ourselves to other people. Okay. We are keeping all of ourselves and we are, they can add to it or they can try and take it away. And if they're trying to take away, then this is not somebody you need to be around right now. And again, this isn't intentional. A lot of times people don't even know that they're doing this, but you'll feel it. You'll feel it when the conversation ends. And you might feel like your best self, like your absolute best self. You feel like this person might make you feel more alive and more who you are than any other person on the planet. But with if, if when they leave the conversation, you start to feel grieving, you start to feel less than, you start to feel terrible, there's a problem. There's a problem. This person is not what you think it is. This is not healthy. This is not what's supposed to happen, right? This person yeah. should be able to carry you on, you know, their energy. If, if it's, if it's balanced, it shouldn't matter. Like Jen and I, I, think, I feel like we have really good energy. They don't design your elevation. Hey. They support your elevation. They don't, they don't make you a better person. You are that better person and they honor and celebrate that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and add you, to it. And you add to them too. Them. This is you too. And it's, you it's, know, it's, it's, if it's, somebody leaves a conversation with you, and the, if they come back and they, let's say you're lucky enough to get that kind of feedback from somebody that somebody comes up and says, listen, I'm just not getting what I'm putting into this. I, you know, I'm sorry, but I am going to have to dip. If you are lucky enough to have somebody that, that is strong enough to give you that feedback, take it and take a really good look at yourself and be like, dang, like, am I, is there something here? Am I, instead of projecting it in, in anger or, you know, or trying to go and latch on to somebody else, you know, to try and make yourself feel better because, oh, this friend who I cared about is so mean to me. Go, I've had to do this. So I've been toxic to people. I've been toxic as fuck to people, but I was lucky enough to have somebody come and say, listen, this isn't what I want to be around anymore. And I was like, oh, dang, like that. Okay. You know what? Let me change. And I never did. I, and and I would apologize. I was basically, it was, I sorry you feel that way, which I fucking hate. Like, don't ever say that to people. It's so condescending. And I said it all the time. I'm sorry. And I went with that. 
And it took a few days. And then I was like, dang, like I'm, they're right. Like I have no right to, to make fun of their, I have no right to, to make fun of their, it used to be joke. We were big at joking. Like everything was a joke in my family. If you had an insecurity, we were going to expose it as a joke. And I grew mm-hmm. up in that environment. And I took that environment on to my adult life. My you early adult life. You learned and it. I had a really good friend of mine who I just loved and adored and never thought we ever had any issues. Like come to me and say, listen, I, I can't be around you anymore. I, I don't like the jokes. I don't, I don't, they make me feel. And I was like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. But yeah, because I was, I was very much, I was very cold then and calculated. I didn't, you know, but after a couple of days, I'd realized that, yeah, I was, I was a big piece of shit to this person. And I stopped it. And from that day forward, I've never, ever made fun of anybody's insecurities as a joke to try and build myself up ever again. And I can recognize it too, when it's being done, which is why I've gone rounds with some of these, these men in my comments who love to make these comments of, you have such a pretty face. Maybe you, you know, Matt, I will drive to your house. Like, come at me, bro. But it's, it's, it's about hard. accountability too. You got to be yeah. accountable for your action in it as well. What part did you got? Here it is. When yeah. energy is being exchanged, whether imbalance or balance, what part are you playing into that? When emotions, are, like when thing, events happen, if we don't self-reflect, then we can't determine whether, you know, something needs for us to change in, within us or if it's the other person and that we are, we're, we're playing a role for them so that they could potentially learn. But we have to change, what, decide whether or not we can stay in that role or move on. Like accountability right. and self-reflection is huge. If you can self-reflect every day, again, it will also put you into a space of observation and witnessing and when you can witness an event instead of be the event you can choose how you react to that event and you choose how you carry that event same thing comes to energy vampires when you get into that spot of witnessing and observing this the the relationship good or bad or indifferent at home at work in the superstore in your car like even when you guys are driving you guys are taking on the energy of the people driving next to you do you ever notice that? Like, you know, even in that, that's a simple way. Is how are you feeling while you're driving? Is that your anxiety and stress or is that the world around you's anxiety and stress? And you want to carry that. No, give it back and bring back that calmer and peaceful you. So bring back that positive part of you. That can happen. And it can be a simple conversation in your mind. Right. But so Jen, you gotta get to this place of reflection, this place Nat- of knowing. Natalie wants to know what is the best way to cleanse them. My opinion okay. on this is it's not about them. It's about you cleanse yourself and the rest of it will fall into place. Jen, what are your thoughts? Well, the best way to give their energy back is give it back to their higher self. So imagine a ball of light above them and have a conversation with that uh, area like of them, their higher self, give their energy back to that higher self. Cause their higher, higher self will be able to take that energy and potentially just, you know, cleanse it. The itself and then bring that energy back into that person because the higher self has the capacity of source so have the conversation up here if you can't have the conversation here because when you have the conversation with the higher self you'll be surprised how powerful that is mm-hmm. for that person and also it comes from a place of divine 
love and pure unconditional loving self because your higher self is that source of light. Um, and I often have conversations with people's higher self so that, you know, maybe they can't hear me physically, emotionally and mentally right now, but their higher self is so ready for that conversation and that will start to change. And that's how you cleanse that. Like it's not a cleansing. It's giving that energy back to the love. So the love energy can redefine that energy and then place it back into that person's aura. Sometimes it's letting, sometimes it's just a matter of letting their higher selves take over. Like you can have that conversation with their higher selves. You can say, listen, I, I, I try, or not even that I tried, but listen, I, this doesn't make me feel, I'm not liking how this is going. I really want them to, to grow and love and and be the person I know they want to be. And I know that, you know, they can be, but I I can't, I'm not going to do this anymore. And they, their, their higher self will come in and they'll, they'll be like, we got it. Don't worry or her, whatever. We got them. Don't worry about it. We'll take it from here. You got to trust that they're going to do what's best for them. And then you just need to remove yourself like for a while. And it doesn't have to be forever. This is another thing too. People, a lot of times they will, like I, the, people a lot of times will recognize, you know, maybe this wasn't, you know, and, and start to grow. And then may, you may come back together because you, you need to keep focusing on you on yourself. You need mm-hmm. to keep continuing to grow. And at some point, you know, they might do so as well. As you're fixing your own shit, they may start fixing their shit and you may come back out. So this may or may not be forever. It may or may not be in this lifetime. But at the end of the day, this is all about you. And if it doesn't. Concrete is because you decided it. If you decide that that's it, you're never, ever, 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 ever going to speak to that person again. You made that contract with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I have great friends that we split off when I was younger and I was trying to step into who I am today and we couldn't be friends or I got a little lost on the path and we couldn't be friends. And one of those friends has actually come back. I never thought she would. I thought that that our relationship was kind of like, but I never closed the door on it. I just, you know, I always wished her well and I knew that we couldn't, we had to do this. And now we have this, you know, connection again. And that's because I didn't close the door, but there are people I've closed the door on and they, I know they will not come back because I won't like, it's just, no, our, our contract, our, our connection, our, you know, roles with each other is over and that's okay. But I sent it, you know, I didn't send it with love at the time, but now I can go back and go, okay, you know what? Thank you. I honor because I am in a different space so I can look and observe at that situation instead of being emotionally invested in that situation. So I can see it differently. And, um, but it doesn't mean things are over unless you decide they're over. And somebody um, once told me that, and it, it stuck with me for my entire life is that it's only over when you decide it's over. Yeah. It, the game it ends when we stop power. playing. That's like my favorite saying right now. The game ends when we stop playing. It's simple. We yeah. are not going to play this game anymore. And if, if, because you're worth it, yeah, everybody in this live, everybody in my live, you guys are worth it. You're worth it. Uh, you're worth it. You need to sit up every day and recognize that you're worth it. There's no settling. There's no taking the breadcrumbs. There's no like, well, maybe if I just acted this way or maybe if I, you are worth everything. Be your authentic and true self and just be worth it. And I'm fuck anybody that doesn't think so. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it hurts, but it's like, yeah, there's a reason that you're so worked up right now and you feel so like in this, this lower vibration is because you're lowering your vibration to try and meet somebody where they're at when the reality is, is your purpose is higher and your, your, your higher self, your guides, the universe, they're like, we get, just stop it and get up here. Like, stop it. Yeah. And this is what, it, this is you what it is. Your people. purpose is just higher. You will find, you, will find you, you will run yes. into people 
that are in your alignment. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what's meant to happen. Like if you fight, if you try to stay somewhere you're not meant to be, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt anything worse than you got to cut that off. It gets heavy. It gets, you know, your, your unhappiness grows and it, you know, and you resentment, resentment. You want to know another form of energy, recognizing whether you are, you know, there's an energy misbalance is because resentment. It's a huge thing. When you start resenting or jealousy, jealousy is another thing. Like all these emotions that keep you in a space of lack and wanting and needing. If you're there, time to check in with your energy. Time to check in with yourself because when you know the yeah when you're in a space of lack, needing, and wanting, you know you're just there's an imbalance, and it's whether it's on your side or somebody else's side. It's time to check into that to see where it sits within you, so that you yeah, can take that for yourself. Yourself, yeah. Take accountability for yourself. It gives them the opportunity, the other players in the game, to do it for themselves as well, or at least and take it- action towards doing it. Yeah. With that, I think we're gonna wrap this up. I'm heading. I'm heading to Iowa City. Like I'm leaving yeah. here at like 15 minutes. Nope. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go soak in the salt pods tomorrow, and I'm gonna go sit in the sauna and do ice baths. And this is gonna be a very cleansing trip. I'm very excited. Very solo trip. We're going all by ourselves. I'm very excited. So more content to come. But we are also gonna be live tonight at eight eight p.m. Central Standard Time with Kramer says. Uh, it's been a long time since we've had him on the show. So make sure you're back at it tomorrow, tonight. I'm sure he's got a lot to say. With that being said, make sure you grab all of our links down in the description below. Make sure you grab our links in the bio on TikTok. I love your faces. Go subscribe to Jen's YouTube. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi. And watch out for deer. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You think it's a fucking game?